0: up y'all it's your boy the one and only a switch where my damn sorry i need my comfort pen i don't feel comfortable i don't feel easy without it aka the komaki tiger dropper aka mr tough nipples <laughs> uh that gives me every time it really does um AKA, uh, the newly appointed Elden Lord. Uh, Yes, Yes. it feels so good. It feels so good. We'll talk about that later, (laughs) but still maidenless, still, (laughs) still maidenless and slightly tarnished still um aka the undisputed undefeated uncontested social distance and champion aka the Nicolib master bringing you yet another episode of switches sites episode 147 seven. um for those that don't know switch sites podcast is a solo video game podcast where your boy a switch just talks about that um yeah um man oh <laughs> I totally forgot Oh man it feels like it's so long ago it's kind of crazy but man we we gotta uh, at least somewhat off uh, to start everything off off topic at least Um, before that, uh, today's date is March 31st, 2022. Um, Hey, I'm just saying (laughs) y'all better watch out tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't get your hopes up. Um, you know, if you meet some girl or whatever, I mean, I would be very cautious cause, uh, you never know people, people getting crazy out here, you know, somebody probably have a, a, a YouTube prank uh channel set up or whatever for TikTok. I don't even know what the how that even works anymore. That's clearly clearly how um I'm I'm very detached, but I digress. Anyway <laughs> Man, oh my God <sighs> Um Wow. Well, give me a moment. Man, I'm just I d I just uh wow. Give me one moment. I didn't mean to make it dramatic. I just had to blow my nose. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's talk about uh, clearly the biggest elephant in the universe, I'd say, at this point. What happened uh, Sunday? Uh, Of course, I think what is least probably established now as the slap uh heard around the world which uh you know hey so just a quick breakdown so this happened at the oscars yeah the oscars i clearly wasn't watching it i really had no interest in watching it (laughs) until (laughs) until said thing happened which of course unless you've been under a rock i don't know but at least to reiterate Um, so basically Chris Rock was the host of the show. Um, uh, and basically, you know, like when comedians start stuff off, they start taking jabs at people, of course. And of course, um, (laughs) uh, Chris Rock decided to take a jab at Jada Pinkett Smith, um, who was of course there with, uh, her husband, Will Smith, and, um, basically made a pretty, (laughs) pretty bad joke about, uh. Um, Jada, Jada being bald, which at least, um, is due to her, her alopecia. And, um, <laughs> man, I still kind of think about it. It's still pretty crazy, but either way. Um, yeah. So basically made a very poor taste joke. Like he said, uh, um, Jada is going to be in Jada. Um, what was it? Uh, G I Jane two or whatever, basically referencing how, uh, she, did she cut her hair on her own accord or she was forced to, I forgot. But either way, that was clearly the joke. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't <laughs> definitely wasn't funny. Not on, I don't, I mean, I guess technically will laughed, but I think, you know, it was kind of that laugh where you just like, I don't know. I feel like it's a laugh where you like just laugh and just to, you know, keep an image more or less and not really, you know, deep down it's like, I didn't really like it at all. And then, um, Jada was very disgusted by it. So she, uh, looked at will, or I think will looked at her and saw how like annoyed and disgusted she was by it. And probably embarrassed to be honest. I'd understand that too. I mean, clearly all of your peers in the, in the same room and you cracking just a very low ball joke at her. So anyway, um, yeah, Will's like, oh, wait a minute. Oh no, this ain't cool. So then he got up, <laughs> walked up to the stage to Chris Rock, um, and then literally just slapped <laughs> Slapped the shit out of him, to be honest. He just slapped the just slapped a taste out of his mouth. Um, man, that was that was a pretty good slap, I ain't gonna lie. To to be to be honest and to be transparent. I'm not one for violence. I don't condone violence, but I mean, in some situations, I think, uh, like this one, I mean, I understand. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, slapped him, (laughs) slapped the taste out of his mouth and then sat right back down. No security, no nothing came for him. And that was just like, crazy i don't know i think a lot of people thought it was like uh staged or something like that That it was like some stunt or whatever but no nah, that was real cause after he sat down he was like um what did he say um <laughs> he's like keep 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 uh keep my wife's name out your mother f- mouth and keep keep my wife's name out your mother f- mouth so, you <laughs> Chris in between, he's like, it was a G.I. Jane joke. <laughs> like, it was, like, that was supposed to change anything. I don't, I mean, it did. It did. So, anyway, um, then pretty much after that whole moment, uh, it was just memed, of course, with the internet memed and talked about to oblivion. Um, it feels like it's died down now, of course, but you know, like anything, um, <laughs> what's even funny too, is that <laughs> slapped left taste out of Chris's mouth and then freaking, uh, one, uh, best actor, um, uh, Oscar the, the, the <laughs> that's well. shortly, uh, I'm not sure the timing cause I didn't watch it. I just was catching up on Twitter and just seeing that clip exclusively, but, uh, at least, uh, one, one that best actor, (laughs) man, that, I mean, you say what you want, but I mean, that was just a monumental night for Will, you know, for better or worse, but at least my interpretation of it, I know I've probably, I think I've tweeted about it as well, but Hey, uh wills defending his wife uh for a very uh low ball insensitive um joke that I mean I get it I just I'm just gonna say I get it I mean growing up where I was growing where I grew up I'm just saying it's <laughs> it's not <laughs> I I would it would not be wise to not expect to get slapped for going uh, making jokes about people at their expense, you know, especially considering how, uh, at least, um, sensitive Jada is about it because she didn't cut her hair off on her own accord. She cut it because of alopecia. So, I mean, I get it. That's all I'm gonna say. I understand. Um, In terms of sides, I mean, I'm kind of on Will's side for that. I mean, I get it. He was protecting, defending, and, you know, when how you feel, how you feel about, like, somebody coming at you versus how you feel about somebody you deeply care about that can't necessarily, I don't even know the word, but somebody you care about and you know how they feel about something they're sensitive about or whatever, that those are totally two different triggers I'd say. So I get it. It was it wrong. Yes, it was wrong, but I get it. (laughs) I'm just saying sometimes some, some dudes need to be put in check. That's all I'm going to say. And uh, I have to say it, but I mean, and I hate, I feel like this is turned into like a, not necessarily, but anyway, uh, this is an act of violence and, uh, you know, oh man, he's, he's off the hinges or whatever. I mean, he, I could see the point if he was like beating the heck out of him, just <laughs> it was a literal beatdown. but I mean, it was like, to be honest, the most tasteful, <laughs> I guess, consider what it was tasteful respectful uh I mean check it was so yeah I mean that is uh that is crazy did not did not expect to see that of all people Will Smith but I mean I understand he's been under a lot of scrutiny judgment at some point he's like hey I had enough. Which I, I I get. I don't say I didn't. I di- I'm not saying it's okay. Not saying it's uh it was right, but I get it. I get it. Anyway, with that being said, uh man, <laughs> the memes for that is pretty great. It was like a, a Oculus riff, Like when somebody's in your way, you beat the. <laughs> it's like- uh, somebody made a Street Fighter 2 like intro uh reference ah internet going internet regardless so anyway um with that being said you know what let's stop the dilly dallying and son of a bitch son of a bitch son of a bitch I forgot to I forgot to record the audio ah I just made a lot of more work for myself. It's okay. It's all right. I just died a little inside, but it's okay. Anyway, let's stop the dilly dallying and uh, get right into it. Damn it! That just threw all my my time codes. Off. I guess I can go by my live. Yeah, we'll go by that. So first topic of discussion, uh, E3, uh, 2022 has been officially canceled. Um, this is, uh, I believe through will powers who is, um, well, just all around PR lead. Um, yeah, he, uh, basically confirmed that E3, uh, well, at least it was, planning to do digital this year it's officially canceled for 2022 so yeah and then of course a lot of other people backed backed around of course jeff grubb who's all all in in the know in the vines uh confirmed it as well and man that's uh it's it's not looking good it's not looking good so I mean, considering all of everything that, you know, I guess kind of a refresher, like I think, uh, was it 2020 or 2019, maybe 2021, but they leaked like all of the journalists information address and, and just straight up all details regarding, um, you know, people that signed up and you know, how mainly the press and journalists for E3 and, just all their information out, out there and for everybody to witness. And so that was just
1: a horrible,
0: horrible uh, way to go on top of that. But then, you know, of course, just the weirdness of E3 and of course COVID kind of put a whole stop to it before that, like at least um, before COVID, there was just the weirdness of E3 now having public be involved. And then like it was segmented days and it was just, it was got. I think it just got weird. Um, so yeah. And then of course, a lot of people like backing out of, you know, um, having a booth at E3, like I think Sony, Sony backed out, I believe Microsoft, I think Microsoft did their own thing at, uh, I want to say their, 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 theater or whatever, Microsoft theater. And, um, who else I think? Oh yeah. Nintendo was just, just was, was doing its, uh, direct thing for a good while too. So, but I think they did still have a presence at, at the E3 show floor still, but obviously not as, uh, I guess interesting or I don't know, captivating as it was back in like, you know, the earlier days, heydays, but so, yeah, um, crazy, but at the same time, it's like, it was kind of a given cause I don't even, I don't think was there, I guess they they technically tried to do something 2021, but it wasn't really that much. And then it was the whole confusion of summer games fest with Jeff Keighley's thing. Um, you know, uh, him poaching some exclusive stuff over E3 and it was just like, uh, hot mess in general um so now it's officially canceled um it is not looking good but they 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 claim that it's gonna be back in full form uh physical location uh in 2023 but i don't know man it does not look like that at least from what i've been hearing what i've been seeing it doesn't look good especially to have a full year being absent on um yeah, it doesn't, it, it, I would be surprised if they actually do have a venue and, and get it going physically for 2023. But then now there's the issue on top of that, uh, with Jeff Keighley's summers games fest where, (laughs) uh, respectfully and understandably. So shortly after they announced that, uh, E3, um, was canceled. Jeff Keeley now. Hey, Hey guys. Um, hi, we're still here though. Uh, summer, summer games fest is actually still going on. And and our dates are, are finalized. I think they said it was like June, June, 2022, I think around the six or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> Jeff was winking in terms of, uh, some of the, uh, you know, clearly implying that like, you know, Hey, uh, I poached, I got everybody. It's, you don't need to worry about it, ESA. You're finished. Get out of here. So, I don't know. I mean, it's uh it's it's good. We still have a summer celebration of games and announcements still. So, I mean, that's good. It's just uh, obviously me growing up with games and stuff and announcements. That's always been a, a fun, exciting. I I'd, I'd say even pretty much close literally christmas for a lot of us in terms of uh you know avid uh gamers video game enthusiasts whatnot that um you know it's a how do i say it yeah it's literally a celebration of uh you know games upcoming uh celebration in terms of just um new games that we want to hear about see uh you know returning games of course and things like that so it is good to still have it as a celebration in that respect. It's just weird that, um, you know, it's not going to be E3 anymore. So that's, uh, that, I mean, I'll probably at least for the what next couple years <laughs> end up calling it E3 just based on a habit. But, um, yeah. So, I mean, considering the company itself, I mean, it's definitely deserves this considering all the just mismanagement and just poorly, poorly executed stuff that they've obviously displayed um, throughout these past couple of years, especially, you know, when COVID hit. So uh, it looks like <laughs> pretty much this is going to be Jeff Keighley's show um, uh, for summer. But I feel like on top of that, he's gonna pick up the momentum and steam. Cause I think they said a lot of people were actually going with Jeff show instead of E3, which I'm guessing that's probably to some extent why, um, E3, uh, decided to cancel or the ESA decided to cancel E3 for this year. So crazy stuff, man, crazy stuff. So it's going to be weird now. Like what's, I'm very curious what next year is going to look like if, 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 if the ESA is even going to try at this point to, to do something for e E3 considering that like clearly summer, summer games fest is the newly reinvigorated established, um, you know, E3 basically. So pretty crazy. I mean, it was, the writing was kind of on the raw wall, but, um, It's still interesting to see the, I don't know, the confirmation now, (laughs) But Hey guys, um, we're just not doing it. We're just not doing it this year. I don't even think they, they, I don't think they even officially, well, I guess they wouldn't necessarily officially announce it, but you know, throughout the, through the grapevines and journalists and stuff. So I understand people's sentiments of, you know, having mixed feelings and, you know, obviously a lot of the people in the industry, um that, you know, have been going to E three for who knows how long, um, having that you know, just memories and, and uh nostalgia and um, you know, when all iconic games came out and the, you know, the publicity and uh marketing and stuff like that. So uh and then uh, of course the spectacle of the traditional conferences where, you know, people are on the stage announcing stuff. Now it's It's somewhat kind of uh, has some of those qualities, but now it's not as, uh, I don't know, uh, consistent, I'll say. Because, you know, obviously with um, Nintendo backing out and going video form, and I think PlayStation still maintained it, but they've been doing their own thing and and things like that, so it is weird. I mean, I've I never unfortunately got the chance to attend E3. Well, you know, obviously, because I'm not the uh, gaming quote unquote <laughs> gaming media. But um, I mean, as somebody who's always watched the uh, shows, as you know, it's always to me, E3 was always like the Super Bowl for video game for gamers, I'd say for me, it was always a spectacle, always an event, always had to make sure I, I, uh, you know, had some time allotted to, uh, you know, fully celebrate, enjoy, get all the details, all the very (laughs) minuscule details that literally general, like, uh, casual gamer, I guess wouldn't necessarily care about, but, um, that was fun. That was fun. I guess it feels weird now that it's just because it's like, somebody else, but it's essentially still going to be the same thing, more or less. Um, just just different, I guess, because like we'll, we'll still be celebrating games in the summer, but just not as E3 or, you know, what I've grown up to always be used to. But technically, it more or less is going to still be the same. So I, I yeah, I would. <sighs> I mean, I, I understand it and I mean, it's definitely a better decision, but it's still, (laughs) it's a weird part of me that feels somewhat slightly bittersweet that like somebody is going away. But I mean, I think that's just a natural, you know, human type thing, but, um, yeah. RIP to E3. RIP E3. Uh, it was so long. We knew ye. Hey, I'm not a rapper though. I'm not a rapper though. Um <laughs> Uh, moving on. Next topic. Um actually Damn it. I should have Not done that. Anyway, uh, PlayStation Plus, um, the service we know have to <laughs> have to know if you want to play online games. But um, at least uh, the service that we all know and are accustomed to as of today. Basically, um, they announced a whole new tiers or uh, multiple tiers in terms of their uh, existing PlayStation plus subscription with the obvious intent to directly compete with uh, Xbox and, you know, their offerings. So at least how it is restructured now, it's pretty interesting. I mean, not at least off the bat, nothing I'm interested in yet, but at least uh, starting off, there's PlayStation plus essential, which is, the basic tier uh same benefits as PlayStation Plus members are getting today um literally no changes so uh two monthly free downloadable games as long as you are a PlayStation Plus member exclusive discounts cloud storage for save games online multiplayer access so that's pretty much the service we've been having up until this announcement uh, same pricing, uh, $9.99 monthly, um, $24.99 quarterly, 59 yearly, and PlayStation Plus Extra, uh, which is the next tier above, uh, provides all the benefits of the essential tier, adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most playable, oh no, most enjoyable, Mm, that's kind of subjective, but all right. I mean, I marketing. I don't know why I'm scrutinizing that. But of the most enjoyable PS4 and PS5 games include blockbuster hits from our PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners. Games in the extra tier are downloadable for play. So this is uh, $14.99 monthly, uh, $39.99 quarterly, $99.99 yearly. So. Um, that looks interesting. Uh, then the next tier above that is PlayStation Plus Premium. Let me do it. If my FX does, does work. PlayStation PlayStation Plus Plus. Premium. I don't know why I got grizzly there. Anyway, uh, PlayStation Plus Premium, uh, provides all the benefits from essential and extra tiers adds up to 340 additional games including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2 and PSP generations. Um, offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation PS2, PSP and PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tier markets. Um, Timed time limited game trials will also be offered in this tier. So customers can try to try select games before they buy. Uh, and this tier is 17 99 monthly 49 99 quarterly and, uh, one hundred nineteen ninety nine um, dollars yearly. So that is, that is the offering. Um, at least, personally excuse me personally um yeah it at least doesn't really captivate me to upgrade at least i don't really see any incentive to do it i mean i could see playstation plus extra which is the second tier being somewhat interesting because um you have access to a catalog of of PlayStation games, a plethora of of them, and you can download, or I think, can you only download? Yeah, I guess you can only download, which in that case, I mean, I'm actually fine with, because I don't ever see myself streaming a game when I could just download it instead. I guess uh, with maybe only, Possible exception is that, like, if I really was hardcore wanting to stream games like to my phone portably, but I feel like anywhere you go portably, at least the speeds generally aren't enough because you're more than likely uh resulting to uh data. I guess if you're at somebody else's place with Wi Fi or at some other location with Wi Fi, that's actually good, they're not horrible hotel Wi Fi, at least that's generally that's always been the case then maybe, but at least personally, I don't see myself doing that. I'd rather hook up, hook up hardware and play it locally, than stream play stream anything. So I guess if I was interested in any of the tiers, I think this would definitely be the one I would be most interested in. Um, yeah, specifically just being able to download games, and play it versus, you know, having to exclusively stream it, which is within that, the plus premium tier where they do give you the PS3 games, but it's only available via cloud streaming, of course, because PlayStation can't figure out how to, uh, provide a native, uh, backwards compatibility. So that's, that doesn't entice me at all, especially having a PS3, uh, hooked up and ready to go. Um, I'm very curious about the original PlayStation PS2 and PSP generations where it it seems to be implied that that's going to be offered locally, uh, to download and play or as well as stream, which sure, I guess. Um, yeah. And then of course with PlayStation now, which is of course the, the game streaming service for all the PlayStation games. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, I'm not a fan of game streaming. Anything that is going to give me lag. I'm not a fan of it. Cause I know I tried it way back when I think it start to be fair. When it, when it initially premiered and I think there was a free trial and I just tried to mess with it, play the game. Like I think, uh, earth defense force 2023 or something like that. And I, the lag was pretty noticeable. It wasn't unplayable, but it was very noticeable. And I don't know, just like, uh, I'd rather play it locally. I just don't would personally not want to deal with any additional lag that I can avoid, especially something like his sense of his games. But I mean, things maybe could have changed. It's been like, oh, I think I was messed with that in like 2014, but still personally, I'm, uh, I'm a proponent for uh, local play, um, if possible. Maybe if you're you want to try, I see. I think the only like interesting aspect of streaming games I could see personally, at least that I would realistically maybe want to mess with, is like. Let's say I'm interested in a game, like I'm I'm navigating a a, a store, uh, for PlayStation. I'm like, man, this game looks kind of cool, but I don't know. I feel like I want to maybe mess with it a little bit before I want to fully try it. Uh, and then like, you know, just, uh, Hey, you want to, you could try this game for like, let's say it's probably not really fair, but let's say 15 minutes, I guess like 15 minutes, you can just literally just stream the game directly to your console. Because of you know, the obvious download times and stuff like that. And, you know, get you a know, feel for it. You'll at least have the lag in mind that like, you know, if you have it locally. But then it's like then I would you you just be better off just downloading it at least some like trial version and do it that way. Which I guess is maybe what they're getting at with that the added the last aspect of this premium tier, which is like time limited game trials, which is, uh, but they're select games. It would be more appealing if there are literally almost all games possible, which I know that's probably a, a tremendous feat, but I think still that would at least make it somewhat competitive with game pass. I'd say because of game pass, you can literally try anything in the catalog and not have this limited time trials, and then you know there aren't any games that like will be available that are traditionally exclusive to the platform that won't be like day one release. Like Game Pass has a reasonable amount of games that do that. So yeah, especially especially considering Game Pass and how good in a, in a good of a deal it is currently. I just don't see myself from at least the information that were presented. Yeah. Bumping up any of these tiers, really. Um, I could see maybe going to plus extra if, um, they do, they, uh, give you an option like, um, Xbox, where if you, (laughs) if you like me and you stack your, um, subscriptions, I think for PlayStation, I'm like stacked until like 2026, and like, if they give you an option where you know, you won't get as many years, but you can uh transfer your existing tenure of uh you know stacked subscriptions to a plus extra version where you know it maybe like knock off a year or something like that, but you'll have the uh upper tier for the you know remainder of the stacked amount of years or something you had something like that. So that might be the only, I guess way I could see myself biting. Uh, and that's if any, any, anything I'd, I'd bite really. But, um, I don't know for people who don't play a lot of games or own a lot of games. Plus extra, I think is definitely a pretty solid choice. If you don't have an Xbox or don't plan to get an Xbox or maybe just like, I don't know, not have anything physical and, you know, just have a PS five and a series X or S and being able to play whatever offering of 400, um, you know, PS four and PS five games. So it's, uh, interesting. I'll say that very interesting. I don't, it definitely is not, directly uh i don't think it's competitive enough towards game pass i think they really need to add um, day one ps playstation exclusive games to it um to at least directly compete but they're probably just gonna get a feel for if people bite to these tiers and then if they if they aren't which uh i mean i don't know it depends on your lifestyle and you know your uh i don't know level of game gamerness, I guess, um, to even see if that's even like, I don't know, feasible for people, I guess we'll see, but I know, I think in an interview with Jim Ryan, the head of PlayStation, I think he said like, we don't think that's a sustainable, uh, model where I guess, you know, um, releasing games exclusively to new releases, new exclusive releases, Uh, coming directly to the service to play day one, not seeing that as a um, a, a sustainable option. But, you know, he basically also gave himself a little bling where he's like, but, you know, don't want to say anything, set anything in stone or something like that. I don't know, I'm paraphrasing, but. So I think if anything, this is definitely experimental and probably see what happens after it. And then probably um you know make whatever changes they need to after that but for me personally as somebody who like pretty much buys whatever i'm interested in um yeah i don't see myself upgrading anytime soon unless they i don't know add some more enticing enticing features like uh but that would be a little scummy though I, the one thing i was gonna suggest is that uh if they if they presented if they presented a backwards compatibility with PS3 games. But I think that would be even scummier if you like restrict that to a subscription for like <laughs> you'd need a subscription in order to put your PS3 games in in a PS5 and it works. That just that uh I guess they can, you know, use the the um key excuse where you have to it'll read it and get the key and it's the cd technically is the key to play the downloadable game but no still because like xbox does that with backwards compatible games too so i mean and that's for free so yeah it's like they can't i can't really see any other other way to make it more enticing other than to do a similar model to xbox game pass where you know getting a lot of day one, uh, exclusive games, some third party games being day one as well. Um, that's the only thing I could see really competing with this seriously in terms of, uh, you know, uh, upgrading from the base subscription model. So it's fine. It's fine. But this is the, I guess was the rumored, uh, subscription, you know, additions. Which is pretty much, I think, what a lot of us speculated anyway. So, take it or leave it. For now, at least, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Uh moving on. Um, GTA Plus subscription uh, was announced uh, last Friday. So, man, this Rockstar just doesn't need it's enough money. It, it just they can't get enough money. They can't get stop getting money. <laughs> Rockstar can't stop getting money. Um, so, yeah, GTA Plus uh, was announced as a membership uh, delivering exclusive benefits uh, for GTA Online so at least to read from their uh, website gta plus is a new membership program exclusively for gta online on playstation 5 and xbox series x, x xbox series X, uh launching on march 29th and providing easy access to a range of valuable benefits for both new and long-standing members on latest generation uh consoles uh being a gta plus member gets you a recurring monthly GTA five hundred thousand dollar direct deposit to your May's bank account, plus the opportunity to claim properties in and around Los Santos that unlock gameplay updates you may have missed out on, uh, special vehicle upgrades, member-only discounts, GTA money and RP bonuses, and more each month. Ah, uh, you know what? As somebody who you know has played GTA online a fair amount. I hop in every now and then like normally when there's like a some 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 uh substantial update um this is kind of this is kind of enticing a little bit. I'm not even going to lie. I'm kind of against it just because of Rockstar just wanting more money that they don't need. But Kind of get it. $500,000 deliver automatically. The Prince, Principe de Viste 8. Uh, this is, I guess, a car upgrade. Um, you get an auto shop that's located in La Massa for free. Quote unquote free. Uh, Wave waived ls car meet membership fees uh current ls car meet members with gta plus would be reimbursed with uh fifty thousand dollar fifty thousand dollars in gta money during this event period yacht owners can upgrade to the aquarius super yacht at no additional cost the guset frog tee and broker prolapse basketball top (laughs) and shorts Oh, can't forget the shorts. <laughs> Automatically added to your wardrobe. Uh conveyor, livery for the mammoth, Avenger, H H V I A P C and TMO2 con- congile conjali. <laughs> Don't even know what that is. There's some 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 vehicles. Um selection of free paints and albums for the auto shop. Three time GTA money and RP on Powells special works race series two-time car meet rep on the street race series <sighs> that excellent that really isn't yeah i thought that was more it seemed more in, enticing but now it, it, only enticing things really five hundred thousand dollars delivered to the your account but i think even if you just wanted money you could just buy the shark cards which you know give you a decent amount of money I don't even do they I don't think they even tell you the pricing. I thought it was like five dollars a month or something like that. But yeah, every month, new set of exclusive rewards, members of claim. Hmm. Um GTA plus benefits provided in addition to our regular GTA online events, which will continue for no players. So five ninety nine a month started on Marshall knife, via PlayStation store on the PS five or Microsoft store. You can cancel anytime. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't really appeal to me, but I think if you were a hardcore GTA online player and you know, you're, I think you're really into the car scene specifically, which I think at least what of these, these, uh, points really seem the angle at more towards like uh you know the hardcore GCL online like car tuners and stuff like that that like you know they want to soup their car up and you know display it and you know do all the gearhead stuff like you know midnight club or whatever i think it it does feel like midnight club is within this game as well to an extent so yeah doesn't definitely doesn't appeal to me personally as somebody who only hops in every now and then. Um, so as if, as if rockstar doesn't need any more money, they just, but they don't need it Just stop it. <laughs> just stop it. I'm curious why they don't, they don't offer it for PC. I'm guessing maybe they're probably prevent any exploitation because, <laughs> uh, PC GTA scene seems to be like, a just a, just a dumpster fire when it comes to just hackers and stuff like that. And I guess that probably makes sense too, because considering all the hackers and stuff like, Hey, I'll give you $50 million for, you know, $2 or something like that. You know, hackers trying to make money. They probably anticipate they wouldn't be able to make as much money because of that. I would guess at least that's a hunch. So, huh, interesting stuff moving on. Uh, Breath of the Wild Two, Legend of Zelda, um, has been delayed to spring twenty twenty three. I think a lot of people felt this. Um, I don't know. I thought it, maybe it could have been because like they already had the groundwork and template for um the first Breath of the Wild that uh, I was like maybe they could uh they might be able to pull it out or maybe it is technically ready and maybe they're just doing it from a marketing standpoint strategic standpoint, maybe pushing it back. But um yeah. I we barely heard anything since like what I forgot when when was the last we really heard about it. So sure enough, delayed to spring twenty twenty three. That's that's damn near a full year from now. So hey <laughs> what was that Shigeru Miyamoto quote? Oh uh, let me look it up <laughs> I think it's like a meme quote. I don't think he necessarily said it or, or it was a kind of altered game release. quote. What was it? Um, A rushed game is forever bad. It was something more like deep than that. Like um, a good game what was it? It's gonna kill me. Yeah, uh, a delayed game is eventually good, but a rush game is forever bad. I think that was it, which is, is 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 legit. It's true. I mean, I'd rather wait for a game if I if it clearly isn't ready, then, and it sucks if they were to release it versus it coming out um you know when it's ready and actually is really good so that's uh at least for me that's how i feel i know there's some people that maybe are patient some people that may not even be able to get to it and then you know of course now with uh these modern consoles it's more of a, a much of a patch uh culture now where it's like uh let's just do what we what we can now and then we'll release a patch release a patch when it's um you know, uh, after it's released, um, you know, to address those issues. since it's not as, I don't know, I, uh, opt to hapten or whatever. So take your time, take your time. <laughs> I say this as somebody who hasn't really, really, really played Zelda like that. So, but I mean, I know it's a great game that I'm at one of these days I'm play. I don't know when that is. It'll be one of these days though. Um, hmm. And you know what? On that note. That concludes all the news for this week. Um, We'll talk about what I've been playing. Which has been. Elden Ring. And yes, as I. Uh, said earlier in the podcast, um, have officially beaten Elden Ring. So, thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it was a rough road. Um, it was, uh, it was some struggling. It was some hardships, but you know, ultimately at the end of the day, uh, I persevered. Uh, I just had to resolve. I had the gumption. I wanted it. I wanted it, I wanted it so bad. Um, Shouts out to uh, MVPs, um, Mimic Tear, man. (laughs) Mimic Tear is kind of, I I would say it kind of leads on the side of brokenness. I mean, it is a really good uh, of War. I think the whole of War concept really is very helpful for people, newcomers to the game too, to an extent. Um, shouts out to the jumping slash, the jump, the jump attack in general, I think is just pretty like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say broken is just like enemy. You can, you can use it to your advantage very easily compared to like a lot of the other moves in the game, which, uh, man jump attack with a, with a big ass gut sword, man, it is. It is it is a problem for for, uh, the, for the bosses and AI and enemies in general. Um, that was a literally probably like 50% of my moves was the jumping jump slash just to get in and then you have the invincibility window when you're jumping for a good amount of time. And then um, it also dodges a lot of low attacks as well. And then pretty much when you've dodged them and they closed in on you, you have the advantage and get a clean hit. And then I think it, I believe it does more poise damage, which is, um, basically the attribute or the invisible meter for enemies, where if they take a certain threshold of damage, they'll get into like a stunned or parry state where you can do a, um, critical hit on them as well. So shouts out to them. Just, 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 just put in work. Um, I guess I would say, I don't know. I feel like it's always been a thing with, uh, from software games. There's generally some way you can break the game or like (laughs) kind of Marvel versus Capcom it, where you can like get a, you could break the game essentially. And, you know, um, you know, do what, do what the game is doing to you really. You know, get get a and that's that's always been my philosophy personally with the from soft games is that like the game is difficult, insanely difficult in a lot of cases. And um, the odds are generally against you in in some kind of annoying ways. But it at least for me personally, it is very fulfilling to get the upper hand in those aspects. But even then, you don't aren't fully safer in the clear. There is still on top of that, some adversity you do face as well. So, but I mean, I don't feel bad about it at all. So apparently, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like everything technically is broken. If you work hard enough at it, I think that's probably the best mentality to think about um, from software games as where, you know, very diligent, and especially in exploring. I think exploring pretty much literally everywhere. Where I feel like I think I did, I feel like I left no place, location un unexplored, no items uh, unattended or un ungrabbed. Uh, maybe a few that like I was just like, how am I gonna get here? And I am just annoyed. I am like, yeah, uh, I don't think <laughs> that's the thing too. If it's, it was it was an item that like you know was in the distance, I am like, well, how do I even get there? And then I'd find a way to get there. And then it's like some item that I don't personally really care, care about or it's not really something for my particular build being like a strength, a strength dexterity person, I guess, mostly. Um, well, I guess strength, dexterity, tank, endurance build, if anything, in terms of those being my highest, I'd say highest um, allotments in terms of my um, skill skill trees but yeah i don't know it's uh yeah at least the it felt like a lot of items weren't worth it there were definitely some items that were worth it but i do like the fact that you do get rewarded for the exploration and just playing the game doing everything which i think that's a biggest the biggest advantage for this game versus other games where there's a lot of size stuff, optional stuff that you can do, but if you do choose to do a, pretty much almost all of it, you're gonna be like pretty much OP by the end of the game, which that's pretty much what I legitimately did. Um, Didn't grind, did not, yeah, didn't really grind like intentionally at least. Um, there was like a couple of tricky, interesting exploits like uh, the one dragon. I wouldn't say exploits, I'd say, what's the word? Not, not in, I'd say intentional exploits. That's probably the best way to describe it. Intentional exploits. But that's always been a, a from software thing where there's some, if you are patient enough and diligent enough, you'll get rewarded for it, which, um, I think that's just, that seems intentional, um, you know, to some extent, but, um, yeah. ah. Oh, <laughs> the game crashed on me on like i i found it it wasn't the final boss but it was second two final boss game crashed on me mid 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 uh fight and game literally did not crash on me like for like um literally all what 140 hours of me playing this game game did not crash on me uh i think it no I didn't even technically crash it was uh it was one issue where i was at the loading screen and the game wouldn't load. So I had to ultimately uh, force restart it. But technically I didn't crash until that boss fight, which is kind of crazy in retrospect. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, damn, that's, that's <laughs> all right. From soft you, these games you make in, all right, you, <laughs> you push it a little too far. You, uh, <laughs> crash in the game and then I hate it too is uh, PlayStation is guilty for this and notorious for this as well. Making me, making me feel ashamed for the, your, your irresponsibility in the game crashing or, you know, um, and saying, Hey, don't improperly turn off the game. Um, if you don't want to lose any save data. I'm like, mother, mother- <laughs> you, you, you crashed your own game. I my nothing on my end, but I digress. Let me, <laughs> let me not get pissed at that. Um, yeah. So I got the frenzy flamed ending, which um, it does take some work uh to do that one. So I was like, you know what? Let me do that one. I also wanted to. Uh, I don't think I want to spoil anything, so I'll just say that I did get the frenzy flamed ending personally which was, uh, it was pretty interesting. Um, you know, I'll leave it at that. I don't want to spoil anything, but, um, yeah, overall game of the year so far, who knows it could be some sleeper surprise hits coming out. I mean, if God of war comes out, God of war Ragnarok comes out, I don't know. Um, man, so far, definitely game of the year by far. I, I have a hard time seeing a game kind of beat that. I guess maybe it might get beat due to recency bias. Like, you know, since this game came out towards the beginning of the year versus towards the end, may have a disadvantage in that respect. But I don't know It this game still resonate, resonated with me in a lot of ways that, um, I don't see other games beating. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any other games beating it, but who knows? Never say never, you know? Um man, that was a great experience. It really was. I don't know. I'm <laughs> it is uh I did also mess with a uh, new game plus where, you know, if, like traditional from soft, uh, software games, you can, um, basically play the game with all your, uh, acquired stats. I think rings, it's, 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 uh, it's fair, uh, fair stuff they let you keep to the next playthrough. But, uh, stuff you don't keep, they, it's pretty reasonable why you don't keep it. Like, um, uh, Sights of Grace, uh, Keys like specific keys, stone sword keys you do keep and stuff like that. So, so then I just got, I was like, yeah, I played with sword. I'm kind of want to play with something more interesting. Um, I guess more challenging in a way. So I started uh, messing with these, uh, the gauntlets or technically like fists uh, in the game. And <laughs> that's been pretty fun. Um, just being an OP, like level 100, 166 character, just, <laughs> Beating up people is great. I I feel like if I if I were to play this again anytime soon, it definitely I definitely would want to try to do like a uh, a melee only playthrough if that's even feasible. I think for some bosses it technically is impossible, but you know for the majority of it that would be that sounds pretty damn fine. I might uh I don't know 100 <laughs> I'd say 144 hours or uh, 140 hours. I think the game clock register 130 hours, but around that range, at least doing everything. But I think if you critical path it, at least for me, especially being a new game, plus I think you can, um, beat it more frequently, um, in that way, which I don't know that actually does make things a bit more interesting. Cause like I was in a mindset where I have to explore everything and do it all over again, but it's like, I got the required items I needed for doing those set things other than I guess souls. So um, I don't know. I don't see myself playing it again anytime soon, but I think I'll probably give it a bit, <laughs> a little while to marinate, add some more like uh, patches and and things like that, that uh, will improve the game, maybe add some stuff to it. Hell, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we uh, see uh, I think it's a, probably a given we'll get some DLC that's kind of been the tradition for the most part for, uh, from software games, I guess maybe the one exception Sekiro didn't get any, I think pretty much all the dark soul games, uh, technically demon souls didn't get one for understandable reasons. Um, Bloodborne got one. So I think it's a given we'll. I think the, the game totally sets itself up for it to do it. Considering how they always implement, implement it anyway, I could see it. I could see it. Part of me is kind of regretting upgrading though. I kind of wish I, uh, I wish I uh, upgraded everything I wanted to put in, bring into the next playthrough, Cause then you have to get all these, uh, what they call ball bearings to try and uh, you know, get, stuff to buy specifically to upgrade your weapons that makes it a lot more a lot easier and less trivial to do so i don't know i'm kind of tempted i kind of want to kind of want to find some way to get my save but but i think i'm i, I, I might have screwed myself <laughs> um so yeah All in all, solid game. I know it isn't for everybody, but goddammit, it it sure is for me. (laughs) Uh, So fulfilling. So fulfilling. I do recommend, well, I always go back and forth. If I would recommend this to somebody who, somebody's first from software game, which I think so. Actually, thinking, reflecting on it. I think I would. I think it, this game is very accessible in a lot of ways in terms of you aren't as confined, um, compared to like the traditional from software games where it's like now, yeah, you have a lot more options. Like let's say you get in your ass kicked by a boss. You can go to another boss, beat their ass, get some souls level up and then try again. Or, you know, Keep exploring, and then that's the other fun thing that, like, it wasn't as prominent in the firm software games, but now it's way more prominent, and way more engaging, and interesting is exploring the map and getting a land, uh, a lay of the land, and um, you know, finding all the nuances, hidden characters, and you know, uh, quest lines and stuff like that, too. So, yeah, I would say. Yeah, because I think, you, regardless of the game you start with, um, you're just gonna always have that initial, very rough patch with a From Software game if you've never played a From Software game before. Uh, it definitely helps a ton if you are kind of used to, the From Software, I don't know cadence or um, formula, uh, of games and how how the game acts and. Things to look out for, um, which definitely helped me a ton, um, at least knowing that coming into this game. But I would say, technically, I'd agree. I think this is the most accessible. Yeah, I think this is the most accessible from software game to start off with. And it has a lot more options for people and it does do a lot of accessibility type things where it gives you statues you get actually a tutorial which you you kind of got in the previous games but not as in depth as in this one too so yeah after beating it now i'd say I, I i'd say it is definitely a good point to jump in personally i think uh i think it is it was a great game a great game. It was a great game. <laughs> All right, enough gushing, enough gushing about Elden uh, Ring. Got out my system, played it like crazy. I've completed it. I've, I feel complete. Now I I am free. <laughs> I feel free. Um, so what I've been playing next has been damn it it messed up my time son of a we'll try going with this hopefully it works um Fortnite so uh they did announce earlier this week that Fortnite does have uh uh they made it official that uh f- the no build mode for Fortnite is now going to be a permanent mode within Fortnite for like people to play instead of the traditional standard mode that includes building, which I despise, but, um, yeah. So that's, that is great news. Uh, somebody who's like, yeah, uh, I mean, it's cool and all, but (laughs) I just am not a fan of the building. And sure enough, they, uh, guys, we've heard you (laughs) no build mode. Uh I guess it well I mean it started out as an event the previous week but now they did uh make it official so it's at least good that they definitely did it right after the event end cuz I know I know they knew that probably like all of the uh all of the people would immediately drop off uh from immediately drop off from <laughs> after that event ended cuz I, I I definitely was in that mindset I'm like yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'll I'm, <laughs> see you later. Uh, let me know when it comes back, and I might, I might, I might hop back on. So, um, at least good that it is permanent now. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm changing my mindset now with Fortnite. I didn't never thought I would. Um, I I am kind of glad I did buy <laughs> the one skin I bought. I I couldn't help. It was the freaking John Wick skin that I'm using pretty much permanently now <laughs> because of um. Now this mode, now I actually do want to play Fortnite where it wasn't just like, man, it's so cool. Maybe one day it will have a no build mode and thankfully it did. So now I uh, I feel justified in some weird way, I guess. But um, at least been playing it with a friend, doing duos. Uh, it was pretty, it's pretty fun. Pretty damn fun. Uh, getting some chicken dinners, uh, which, hey, love me some damn chicken dinners, yum. Um, that's pr- it's probably the most chicken dinners. Mm, I don't know, I can't say that. I think I got a pretty decent amount in uh, Warzone, uh, COD Warzone. So, but uh, it's definitely the game I feel like I could stick with the most in terms of a Battle Royale game. Warzone is fun and all, but I think I was only really doing Warzone for the uh, challenges for each season. And basically since I was like deep in, uh, grinding, uh, modern warfare when that was in its prime, um, back in 2019 ish. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I do see myself sticking with, I do like third person a lot more in a lot of games where that I think is also, uh, working in this game's favor for me as well. And of course, I mean, I I could play as John wick. It is fun seeing all the other people, you know, having their specific characters they earned or bought or whatever, too. So, yeah, I see myself, uh, you know, playing every now and then in between, probably like uh, at least whatever single player game I'm playing. So, Uh, hey, Fortnite is Fortnite is back. I mean, I guess for a lot of people, it never left. But for me, Fortnite is back, man. Now, uh, hey, if y'all, y'all better not put that Kiryu skin in there. Cause boy, man, if you put that damn Kiryu skin in there, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I mean, I, I, it's obvious what I would do, <laughs> but I digress. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing really, uh, get into what I've been watching. Of course, the walking dead, the walking dead dead people that are walking. Um, That has been interesting. This, uh, what this last episode continued from the cliff, not really a cliffhanger, but the part two of this, I I can't even say that, but of the plot subplot within the story of being in this uh, area and, um, you know, them trying to find a way out and overcome the uh, Commonwealth, uh army or uh, soldiers uh that at least a small set of soldiers in the area which they eventually did of course spoilers for this if you care um yeah so they oh yeah i forgot the really interesting point with this episode was damn it uh, of course freaking uh negan uh if if you know if you know actually um interacting with, uh, Glenn's, uh, son, um, which, you know, if you know what, 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 you know, that's, that's a very interesting, uh, kind of dilemma, you know, for apparent reasons, if you've watched the walk of it, uh, at least previously. So that's, that was an interesting kind of thing. Uh, game came to a point where like, um, He, uh, Herschel, who was the son of Glenn and Maggie wasn't, was aware that Negan was bad, but he didn't know exactly why. And then he actually found out, um, that, you know, I guess spoilers for season six of the Walking Dead that, uh, you know, Negan killed Glenn in the most, (laughs) I think the, the most, um, TV ratings, uh, detrimental way. (laughs) TV writing's detrimental way possible. At least that's, at least to my knowledge, I feel like that's the biggest point where, mm, yeah, I think that was the biggest point where at least a substantial amount of people dropped off. And then of course, towards uh, the later seasons where somebody else, but I won't mention that. Um, So... Yeah, that's, uh, the, so that made for some interesting kind of, uh, turmoil with, uh, each other. Glenn, uh, yeah, I want to call him Glenn Herschel pulled a gun on Negan and, you know, he's about to shoot he's like, Hey, we could settle this somewhere else. I promise you, you can have your resolve towards me, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah. And then, and then it was resolved <laughs> for now, but now it's like, now that's kind of the value because they confirm that, there's gonna be a what was it that there's gonna be a uh 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 Negan and Maggie spin-off show as well <laughs> in New York I guess and I'm like <sighs> so it's like well he's not really I guess maybe they could visit that in the show at some point maybe I mean clearly he would have to be with Maggie uh I guess that does kind of make it a little bit more appealing now because I think it's it's probably apparent that Herschel will be with Maggie. And in turn, it'll be a, you know, a thing between Maggie and Negan to some extent. So, Hmm. Anyway. Um, yeah. So that was probably the biggest interesting point of this show, this episode. And, um, then towards the end, we find, we found out who actually stole the guns, which caused this pretty much caused most, most of this, this, uh, these previous two episodes events anyway, but it, of course it was, um, freaking Daryl's damn, uh, love interest, former love interest, former Reaper. I forgot her name. Um, but you know that her, the, the damn, it was her name. Glenn's, <laughs> Glenn's, uh, interest that everybody's jealous that isn't Carol (laughs) that's that's who she shall be named um so I was like oh shit I thought a part of me thought it was Negan I thought it was Negan um I thought it was either Negan or somebody there or uh Negan's love interest at least um yeah I don't know who else it could have been I guess it could have been really anybody but I thought it was Negan actually but it's good to know. Hey, I mean, he actually did turn a new leaf, even though he's the villain we all love to hate. But now we're growing to love. At, <sighs> that's so confusing. But I mean, he is a. He's. I mean, he's he's cool. He's neat, you know. Um, <laughs> but I digress. So, and uh, sticking in line with, um. Well, zombie-related content, also watched finished uh all of us are dead uh for those that don't know it's been a while i guess i'm not talking about it or watched it but uh it was basically a korean zombie i guess i guess you could say a korean walking dead with a high school spin to it that's kind of that's kind of it i guess I, I, that might be maybe not necessarily be doing it a lot of justice but I, uh, yeah, I guess think a Korean walking dead in, in the high school for the most part is pretty much what it was. So finished it. I don't want to, I'm not going to spoil anything, but pretty good. Pretty good. At least towards the end it felt a little bit slow at first, but then it started picking up steam with, uh, each subsequent episode. Um, yeah, towards the end it was like, damn, I, shed some tears and I'm going to lie. It was, uh, it was pretty sad. It was, uh, pretty unfortunate, but, um, yeah. So it was, uh, it was interesting. I'm, they definitely set it up for another season potentially. Um, I'm curious if they actually follow through through with that. Cause that just leads to a lot more questions. Uh, but yeah, it was a very thought provoking ending at least for this season if if there will be a next season I think it, it was received pretty well I believe so I definitely see them continuing with another season so all of us are dead love me some zombie related stuff I'm a sucker I'm a sucker for zombies don't want to get bit by one but damn it i wa- <laughs> don't want to get bit by one don't want to get bit by one but damn it I'm gonna watch one though. I'll watch one. I'll watch one move around, shuffle, have an argument any day, you know. Um, that being said, that will conclude episode 147 of Switches Sights. Um, if you did like, and enjoy, uh, this podcast, feel free to like, rate, subscribe on your favorite, uh, podcasting platforms. You can also catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch on Thursday evenings. You can also uh, catch archives of the podcast on YouTube as well on youtube.com slash a switch. Um, yeah. Until then, or until next time, you can also follow me on Twitter at a switch where I just talk about games really (laughs) um yeah well you know until next time guys uh get your damn game on uh feel free to fuck (laughs) oh yeah nobody's safe